Hey, hello, salutations everybody. Welcome back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. My name is AJ Rose. AJ Rose? That'd be the wrong initials. AJ Rose. And with me today is a special guest who has been waiting his turn patiently to come on this podcast. He is down in Winchester, Massachusetts in his childhood home all the way from Vermont. Eric Leroy Simpson is here. Eric, say hi to the people. How you doing, everybody? It's great to be here. Yeah. Eric Leroy Simpson. It's good stuff. I just want to be on the record is that meme made me not hate my middle name yeah. all the way back in 2007 when that happened. And then it got to the point where maybe you did kind of dislike it because it got referenced well, so no, much? Well, now I use it as my my, my everything handle, Twitter, Xbox right. Live, that all, all that whole business. All we'll, that jazz. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to, we'll get to that when we get to that. So, Eric, the first thing that we do on all these podcasts now is we start with a bit called How's Your Day? So you have to tell us what kind of mood you're in and how the day's events led you to get into that mood. How's your day? You have to answer that question without just, fine. Um, I'm saying it's doing pretty good. Um, it's good to be back at home. It's been a while. I, um, it's good to see my dog, Callie, who's listening in right now. Um, also brought my girlfriend, Megan, along. She's also listening in. Napping. That's okay. Yeah. And um, it's just great to be at home. It's my mom's birthday tomorrow, so that's what we're doing this week. And it's my dad's birthday today. Hooray for parents getting older. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, just, it's just all... Whenever I think of parents' birthdays, I just think that they have a great time, and then they just quietly listen to Landslide when they're going to bed or something. <laughs> and they just... Uh, like, uh, children get older, now getting older, too. It's like... And yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Which is... And I... Uh, this is a very... I don't know if this is a PC thing to say or not. I think Landslide's the best song ever written by a woman. It's, it's, but then you it's have strange... to have a, But then you have to you have to clarify that with you have to have your other song be annotated with best song written by a man. I, yeah, it's true. You'd have to do both. Yeah, but I just don't. I think Landslide is an all. It's not like you know, it's... world's longest throw and world's longest throw by a woman. You have right. to do both. Right. World's longest. It's like I mean, uh, you can say that, but if you want to have a list, you know, then you have to have song lists of songs written by women and by men. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can, or and at least I would also acknowledge that like. Popular culture, especially rock and roll, tends to unfairly, and hip hop as well, unfairly, super unfairly, uh, highlight men more than women. Yes, certainly. That's why. Certainly. That's why all these uh, soul singers and whatnot uh, back in the day, Etta James and Aretha Franklin and Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle and et cetera, et cetera. A lot of those songs were not actually written by them. Mm-hmm. There are exceptions to the rules. Certain. Certain songs were written by people, but like "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman" was not written by Aretha Franklin. You know what I mean? That's a shame. So, which is a shame, but you know, nobody else in the world could sing that. But back to the topic, mm-hmm. because we have to now go from "How's Your Day" to "What's Hot," because you have to give me a hot take or a pop and or a pop culture recommendation, because that's what "What's Hot's about here on Fighting right. Fire with Fire the AJ Rocha. Um We'll get to him more later, but my medium take. Lukewarm take would be that uh, David Ortiz is indeed retiring at the end of the season. I've talked to so many people that are that he's are doing, skeptical. They think he's really going to come back next season because he's doing so well. But after all the gifts they've been giving him, like the Baltimore Orioles giving him the telephone he broke with the bat yeah. three years ago, which was oh was so hilarious that they did that for him. It's been great. Even the Yankees had a really touching ceremony his last game at Yankee Stadium. Um, but he really isn't coming back. That's no, he's, he's not. No, he's, he's not he's, coming back. Especially with you know, and it, he's actually the reason he's doing so. The, the fact that he's doing this well at age forty means he really can't come back because you know what? How else? What better way to go out than doing this well? Yeah, absolutely. It's like he didn't just do what Kobe did, which is take fifty shots and then manage to get to sixty points because no one, uh, no one else took a shot the whole right. fucking game. 
he no Ortiz has been great throughout the season. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. It's the best farewell season in the history of baseball, and we will get into it more deeply in the lecture at hand. But you have to give me a pop culture recommendation. You said you had one. Yes, I had a little trouble because I've been all over the place lately. But uh, yesterday, the new Marvel Netflix series Luke Cage debuted, Luke Cage. and I watched uh, I watched the first episode, and it is fantastic and it is a little on the nose in a good way that uh in the midst of all of the uh police shootings of unarmed black guys that there's a bulletproof black man as the protagonist of a television show it's yeah. kind of poignant and it, it actually does get into it, it does bring that up in the few times in the first episode of mm-hmm. uh, that he stays really topical um but also because he's from harlem it also handles Harlem and the whole black community there also really well and he really like take the first episode the first scene which you'd love is um and it takes place in a barbershop where they're talking about the NBA and um mm. the owner of the barbershop this is old charming black dude and right. he has um a list on the wall that says these people are will never pay if they get their haircut here and it has like Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and a bunch of famous people, but also Pat Riley and all the other guys Riley. are getting like, why does this white dude get so much, so much of a pass for you? Because he also has Al Pacino on the list, right. like, and he's like, and then this other guy goes after the Godfather and Scarface, he gets a pass, he gets a ghetto pass anywhere he goes. I saw several tweets that were like, those the hot takes in the barbershop were not nearly hot enough to be a realistic barbershop hot takes <laughs> that people just throw around some crazy stuff in barbershops, which I believe. I if I was ever in a barbershop where people were having open discussions like that which I never have been most barbershops that I go to are pretty quiet and mm-hmm. you make you know mediocre small talk with the person cutting your hair mm-hmm. uh, but if I was in I, the two most fun things to talk about and I'm assuming this happens at black barbershops let me just not generalize but are hip hop and the NBA that's mm-hmm. a, you know why because those that's the most fun sport and the most fun genre of music to talk about in terms of rankings and beefs and they're they're, they're just so intertwined for me <laughs> That I would love talking about those two things, particularly in a barbershop setting. Mm-hmm. I also go ahead. Uh, one more thing, I'd also tack on to that. Um, also, if you're a Marvel fan, especially for the ladies out there, definitely also check out Jessica, Jessica Jones. Yes, uh, I actually enjoyed that series a lot more than both seasons of Daredevil. Daredevil oh, okay. was great. I get, but I gave it like a four out of five on my Netflix thing. Yeah. But Jessica Jones, especially because of the way it handles its villain, is so different from yeah. the other Marvel series or Marvel movies. Shouts to uh, J- Kristen Ritter, who was great on season two of Breaking yep. Bad, and. Uh, David Tennant is a fantastic villain. Right. Oh my God. He's David terrifying. Tennant was ten. He was the tenth he Doctor. Was the David Tennant. Ah, that's a cute nice. little thing. And the one last thing about barbershops. My favorite line in a movie of all time is about this, and it's in Spider Man, the old Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies, where Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker is talking to J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Shouts to J.K. Simmons for being the one and only J. Jonah Jameson. Uh and Tobey Maguire, they're having a conversation, and Tobey Maguire says, do, do, you, do you trust anyone? And uh, J- Jameson thinks about it for a second and goes, I trust my barber. And <laughs> I, I, have, I have always held that line oh near and dear to my heart, because it's true, you really have to trust yeah, somebody. You and Sam were talking about it, the yes, straight razor. I actually yes. had that happen to me for the first time someone did the back of my straight neck. Razor? Straight razor? Yeah. One, it feels amazing. Yes. Oh my god, this lady was... She was expensive, but she was worth it because she like put the hot towel on. It was practically yeah. a massage at yeah. one point. I was like, "Holy shit!" You can <sighs> get pampered. Yeah, ladies it's are really the nice. ones who gets. Ladies have to pay an ex- inordinate amount of money to have their like hair done and etc. Which which I I don't really get. Guys, I you know you pay fifteen twenty bucks and get your hair done, but if you pay a little extra. The pampering feels really nice. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, made, it made me want to spend another two hours in there. Advice to the fellas: treat yourself a little bit. To mm. quote Retta. 
from Parks and Rec. Treat yourself a little bit if you're going to go to the barbershop and uh, get yourself a little pampered. Mm-hmm. Get, get, get the back of your neck shaved with a straight razor. Mm-hmm. Have a hot towel. Maybe have them wash and shampoo and condition your hair so they can massage your scalp a little we, bit. We can call this the cool take. Right, yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> the cool take. I like that. Maybe we'll have to add a bit called the cool take. But mm. I feel like if we Once add... Once in a while. If we add, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like cool take. Yeah, in, in the midst of all the fiery hot takes, we can have a cool take. So... We have to get to the lecture at hand because it's something that we both know about an equal amount about because we've both been following David Ortiz since he got traded to the Red Sox in 2003 from the Minnesota Twins. And it's been 13 years, which is a weird thing to think about because when it happened in 2003, I was 10 and you were probably 11. 11, And now we're both almost adults. Almost. Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're in our early... We like still like to say early. early I mean, I, I just ha- I'm having my quarter life crisis. I just turned 25, and I'm still like, what d- d- insurance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Bills? No, the worst. I hate it. Yeah, I avoid it like the plague. But now that this has happened, it's, it's it sort of makes you feel old when you hear that David Ortiz is retiring. But I wanted to ask you where you think Ortiz ranks on the list of sport Boston sports athletes of our. Sports watching lifetime, so late '90s to now, I mean, essentially. Um, I would say so. If you're tra- if you're talking to like '90s, 2000s to 2010s, yeah, um, it's like him. A big guy said Brady would have to be up top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then then Ortiz, then yep. Paul Pierce. Yep. I don't know enough. That's about, the, I don't that's, know enough about the Bruins. They've no, only had one that won championship. That is, that is the exact order. Those are the three. Yeah. And if we had to make a Mount Rushmore, I think we would probably throw uh, another person from the Bruins Red Sox or Celtics on there They're rather, rather Nomar, than Pedro. rather than Zidane Ochara. I think it's Pedro personally. Yeah. But that's because he had the two the 1999-2000 Pedro had the best two year stretch of any Excuse me, any pitcher ever. Yeah. Statistically. He was known to strike out the side on nine pitches. It was absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. But uh Brady, then Poppy, then Pierce. And Poppy to me should absolutely get his own statue on Yaki Way. And yes. it would be heresy if he didn't. And I think it should be... Do you, do you have any idea for the statue, what it particularly should be? It's him pointing his hands that, that, to the sky. That is, a, that is a great call. I have always thought that it should be him in the backswing of the home run he hit in Game 4 against the Yankees in the 4 ALCS. Because that shot of him yeah. with those red and black gloves on, and he's in the backswing of it. And Joe Buck, you know... The incomparable mediocre Joe Buck. <laughs> I love his voice, though. He's this that you can't argue with the pipes is the problem. And he does the thing because it ended past midnight. He goes, uh, uh, "Say it Ortiz. tomorrow night." Yeah, see it. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow night. Which is which is a great. Or, no, I actually think, great call. I think he does say later tonight. Yeah, we'll see you later tonight. Yeah, I've watched the. My brother made me watch the four days, four nights in October. That uh, the ESPN thirty for thirty. That one. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's wonderful to watch, and it's impossible not to get sucked into if you're a Boston fan and that oh, comes on. You're God. just like, oh, let me just relive the greatest moment. And now, true true fact, my parents made me go to bed for all those games. I didn't watch those games. Oh, I I was sent to bed for game four. Yeah, but I got to stay up. We, the game five, the longest game in history ever, right? Five hours forty nine. Yeah, minutes it, the game at started the at five p.m. rather than the usual eight p.m. and it still went to midnight. Yeah, it's, it, my it mom was at that. It ended at 11:49 p.m. It's and I crazy. get I even though I fell out about I fell out of sports for a bit there. I'm starting to come back into it. Although I still consider myself a more casual fan. More casual sports. Well, fan. One, I don't I don't have cable, so like I can't watch. I just watched all the highlights on Reddit or mm-hmm. the NFL app on the Xbox. But um, if 
Fucking, I get to say I went to game one of the 04 World Series. That is nuts. And you got to see Mark Bellhorn hit the yeah. pass people. That's he had, crazy. He had three three game-winning home runs in three, well, game three straight six, games. Seven. Well, game, six, seven game, and... game seven was 10 to three. I think they would have won the game. Oh, no, you're right. Run. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But, but he but, hit three homers. Yes, three he hit three games. homers two, and three game consecutive. Homers. And Bellhorn was a terrible player for yep. a bunch of that year. Oh, he led the he had the unique stat of leading the entire MLB in, in strikeouts? Com- combined strikeouts, walks, and home runs. That is so strange, and it's amazing. He ne- nowhere know in that. between. Never went on base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, never. Yeah. <laughs> God, God forbid, Mark Bellinger got a single or a double, right? Yep, yep. But uh, who there? There were multiple home runs in that game. Ortiz hit a three-run homer. Yep. And the, yeah, the final score of the game was eleven to nine. Yep. What a what a freaking slugfest I'm, I'm, that was. The biggest memory is all the flashing camera flashes when Tim Wakefield threw the first pitch. Yeah, that was wonderful. And I also remember the I remember watching the recaps later and like the opening line from the from the broadcast started. It might have been Chris Berman. I don't remember who exactly, but it was like, "It is bitterly cold in Boston, and the fans here couldn't care less." Right. Absolutely. And now, hopefully, it wasn't Berman because I love Berman, but. Back, 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 <laughs> yeah. And the only thing I love about Berman is the way he says the Raiders and the way he says WAP. Well, and the way. Or, for, for Megan, can you please do one more Raiders? Fine. So he, uh, when a uh, running back in the NFL does a juke or a side side, he'll go WAP! And if uh, he's talking about the Oakland Raiders, the football team, he'll talk about the Raiders. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is. Oh, I love when you do that. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, I need to leave. Oh, uh, you stop that. Oh, you, 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 listen, there's, this is fighting fire with fire, not fighting... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but I wanted to... So, so Poppy, I, I actually... He came into Laugh Boston, the comedy club where I worked um, a couple months ago, and he didn't really talk to anybody, but it was incredibly impressive to see a dude who you never think of as Herculean, really. You don't think of him as an Adonis. But when you see him in person, he's I'm I'm six foot seven. I'm a tall guy, so he's not quite as tall as me. But he is all muscle, man. He is not fat. Anybody who calls him chubby or fat is just kidding themselves. He was just yoked from mm-hmm. head to toe, and I would want that guy in my corner on a baseball team or in a dark alley any day. <laughs> that dude, that dude is impressive. Mm-hmm. And do you think? I think the most important question to ask, as it, uh, you know. As it relates to Ortiz haters or doubters, is do you think he ever took performance-enhancing drugs at any point in his career? I think he did, but he knew enough to stop briefly. I think he, it came out in like what 08 or 06. The, he, well, when the Mitchell report came out, it was uh, apparently he failed a test in 03. Mm-hmm. I, whatever it was, the charge was from 2003. Right, but it didn't come out until way later. Yes, it but did I not think, come out until way later. But I think well, he knew enough to stop when it when he realized it would catch up to him, and mm-hmm. I think. And it's weird how fans can be very fickle about their favorites getting caught. Like with A-Rod, no one's let him forget it, especially yeah. non-Yankees fans. Very true. He had the most blasé retirement I've ever seen for a which is list. Which is kind of a bummer. I, I feel bad for him a little bit. I don't think, yeah, I, I, th- I don't love A-Rod. I don't think he's yeah. a despicable guy, though. I don't no. think he's a venomous Oh. Like contemptible dude. Well, I yeah, there's I, I still you know we all remember when Veritek clocked him. That. Yeah, but like again, I I, I, I could never hate a Rod. No, I I, I don't. I could, I'm not a hate. I could never bring food. myself to hate him the way I hated, uh, loved to hate Kobe and l- continue to love to hate Eli Manning. Even though I think 
I'd love to get a beer with Eli Manning. Oh, for sure. I think Eli Manning would be great to get a beer with, but I would just make fun of him, like, ruthlessly the entire time. I'd be like, hey, Eli, show us your Manning face. And, yeah. like, just whatever reaction he would have. Yeah, there was also Manny had a, had a sort of... Manny and Nomar also had awkward exits from the Red Sox. Yes. Um, well, Nomar was famously traded in 2004 in the middle of our... our, our which season. which helped. It was uh, Unfortunately, Nomar for... It helped. Doug Minkiewicz, who has the hardest last name to spell of all time. Orlando Cabrera. And Dave Roberts, who ended up who making we, the greatest steal in baseball of, history. Right, all three of whom we needed. Although Minkiewicz did the scummy thing. Of keeping, old, the, keeping the ball, right? Yeah, he the kept the, the game-winning game World, World Series, uh, curse-ending ball. Douche. Um, anyway. There was, um, but I remember one of my also uh, my favorite YouTube haiku videos involves Minnie Ramirez when he um, once he got kicked out of the MLB more or less he went to the play in Thailand yeah and there's a clip for he, he hits a home run oh yeah and the announcer goes, goes that, that ball, ball is gone just, just like, like an yeah. ex-girlfriend who will never return it's just such <laughs> I was like what Cause, a cause weird because the the uh, uh, it, the highlight starts out in whatever native language. I think is is it the Japanese league? It, it was it's, either Thailand or Taiwan. It was right. Taiwan. That's so what it was. in that case, then it's Taiwanese. Yes, that's its own language. Yeah, yeah. Am I stupid? Well, no. yeah, but the, but then he goes into English, and then he goes into it. English in the middle of the highlight to say that line. And it was so that's so funny because it's such a that's such a not happy Just thing. Just like a, the ex girlfriend who will never return. <laughs> oh my god! How racy are you allowed to get with the with the English on this show? Well, I like to do an impression of. Uh, uh, there's a great video on YouTube that my friends Tian and Elliot and I watch all the time called Superior Lintellect about Jeremy oh, Lin no. where it's just highlights of Jeremy Lin right. uh, uh, just dicing up the Lakers which was the best game of his career it was the peak of Lin's sanity he had 38 points uh, mm-hmm. uh, in a nationally televised game against the Lakers at Madison Square Garden I can't imagine being him on a mm-hmm. night like that but it just pauses all these highlights and then it just puts a thought bubble to his head and goes uh, okay a square root of quadratic formula <laughs> It just completely goes off the oh, rails no. with that's, stereotypical oh, that's terrible. I love accents it. that's and whatnot. Terrible. But um, it's really enjoyable for he's a Superior intellect. He's a great dude, though. Um, I don't know if you Lin? seen Yeah, Lin is Lin is a wonderful guy. I, he's probably the most. I don't know how anybody could dislike him. Really, I gained a lot of respect for him when during the NBA playoffs he appeared in the Charlotte Hornets subreddit to like say thank you to some fans. Really, who, like talk yeah. about him, and he was. The, the Hornets uh, totally had that series. They blew it against the Heat in Game 6. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and Lynn now is getting P-A-I-D, paid, by the Brooklyn Nets to be their the best player on a terrible team who are going to give mean, the Celtics a great lottery pick. I am so <laughs> for it. He's going to get all the garbage time points. He's going to average like 18 a game. I'm so pumped. It's, the Celtics are in a weird place. To me, it feels like... That we're on, you know, the we're on the other end of the bell curve after after the Garnett era, where we well, had him. Yes, because we're more like that that 2005 era Danny Ainge era. Where we're I totally disagree with you. Really, okay. I think that they are going to be like the second or third best team in the East okay. and make the Eastern Conference Finals. Part of it is because I just don't know many of the players' names because I haven't followed them more recently. I, although I did read a really cool post Isaiah Thomas wrote in the, um, in the Players' Tribune. Yeah, about that Boston. was wonderful. It was great. Oh, I love and it. he was he was shamelessly sort of trying to pitch Boston to free agents too. He's a smart man. I mean, of course, but like it was still wonderful to read, especially when they told to, him. To, to uh, quote Snoop Dogg, and it's very, this is why we do this because they're, we're very tangential, but uh, back to the lecture at hand. Yes. Uh, perfection is perfection, so I'm going to let him understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else can be said about Poppy because he hit 
500 home runs and 600 doubles. The only guys to do that are, I'm pretty sure, Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds, and David Ortiz. Yeah, that sounds the about right. Three. Yeah, it's it was an it was an number. elite elite club. Especially since once the the shift started being being used again, it was a lot harder for him to get non homer based hits. Yes, um, and he still managed to get doubles up the wazoo. And I, I, I'm trying I'm trying to put into context for just 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 what he because the thing that will be most underrated about Ortiz is how he was as a locker room guy because there's so many players on a baseball team that we don't really think about locker room leaders as much as we do in something like the NBA where there's fewer players. But Hanley Ramirez, when he got traded to the Red Sox, was people on his previous teams, I think it was the Dodgers, said he was like a locker room cancer and that he was disinterested and that he just wasn't a a good contributor to, to a baseball team. And I think Ortiz played a huge part in turning Hanley Ramirez around. And now Hanley has totally bought into this team. Mm-hmm. And he's, and they put him at the right spot, first base, and he still has made some terrible errors. Oh, but, yeah. but he's endeared himself, and he's completely switched the, oh, the yeah. script for himself. He and um he and Mookie Betts had and and also Jackie Bradley Jr. had some crazy runs this year. Jackie obviously had the twenty nine game hitting streak right. earlier this season. Then Mookie had the absurd five homers and seven at bats in Baltimore. For some reason, whenever he was in Camden Yards, he had their number. As the Camden Yards is the only other ballpark I've been to in my life other than Fenway, and it is beautiful. I, I really it. can't imagine a more beautiful ballpark than Camden Yards. Um, before I get back to, it, do you remember? Like I think it was 2014 or maybe last year when uh, when there were riots in Baltimore, they had the Orioles played a game with no fans. They they had played yeah. a game and they they the MLB made yeah. the decision to not let any of the fans in. So there was a bunch of jugs where like one of the third baseman after he like ended the ending, he like he like tossed, tossed the, the ball, ball into the fan. empty, empty <laughs> yeah it into the empty stands. Oh, it's hilarious. But um, anyway. But uh, but then then Hanley had that amazing like he hit four homers in four games against the Yankees in that uh, impro- crazy improbable sweep we took. Well, just the that's that is if the Red Sox end up winning the World Series, the thing the regular season thing that'll be talked about most is those four games. Right, and that's kicked off that, an eleven left, game right, winning streak, right. which that, that, no one thought they were going to be able to do. That might have been what took them from being a, a great offensive team that had a puncher's chance in the playoffs to being the American League favorites. Yes, and they'll have to hold Although on. Although the Indians are very good, too. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I don't know much about baseball because it's pretty boring to watch on TV. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's it's more fun if you go to the game, and even then, you're more detached. A friend of mine made the point the other day that baseball, if ba- baseball were as fun to watch as it is to play, then baseball would still be America's right. pastime. And even then, being in the outfield can be quite the doldrums. Oh my god! I my ADHD did not do me any favors when I was playing little kid baseball. Oh my god! I would you get distracted all well, the time? And... Eventually, the coaches figured out I was. Do, I, they put me at second base because I couldn't throw hard enough from third or right. shortstop. But also, I would get distracted too much in the outfield. Um, but also, I, I was a contact hitter. I never. I, I once I did, after people. Would you know. You know play. what you should do? You should do what Poppy did. Just be the designated hitter. <laughs> then you can get distracted all you want when you're in the dugout, right? Also, I feel like that would work best. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I they've been. Weirdly inconsistent all season, despite their amazing offense. Yeah, like it's because you know pitching. Yeah, but even when the pitching is good, sometimes their, their offense good. wouldn't show. Prices up. up and down. Pomeranz is yeah. disappointing. Ben, anyway, but they got the they got the three four Bs now with Benintendi. Yeah, Benintendi, B- Betts, Bradley Jr. and Bogarts. Bogarts. Yeah, yeah and the Bogarts. The ex gonna give it to you. Ain't, no, ain't never gained nothing to me. That's the f- first <laughs> line. On of the your second own ex, not knock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I feel like this this the, the problem with the podcast is you can go on a tangent so easy and it can just break down oh my into God. chaos if, if we brought, so easily. If we brought Megan on for one, it would just become Game Grumps references back and forth. It's true. Now, yeah. for those... And that can... You know what? Can you make that a second what's hot pop culture recommendation yeah, for anybody right. who hasn't um, heard of it? My all-time... My favorite YouTube show that I watch daily is... And called, they're not like an underground thing. They've got three million subscribers. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but they're not as viral as PewDiePie or Markiplier. Right. Um, but... The Game Grumps. They're these two guys, well, mostly two guys. Aaron like, and Danny. Aaron Hansen and Danny Sexbang. I'm sorry, Danny Avidan. And um, and they just riff on games, and they're but they're a lot more relaxed. They don't do face cam. They're just talking. Right. And they have also a much more relaxed demeanor, even when they're being hilarious. That's really comfortable to listen to. Um, I've started listening to them at work, just no no video, just listening, and it's been really nice. Yeah, so if anybody likes watching Let's Plays on YouTube of people playing video games and doing commentary yeah. on it, then we recommend The Game Grumps. Yeah, if you wanted, if it was a specific video, I would say YouTube search Game Grumps best of June 2016, and you'll have a good half hour of content to watch that's just absolutely, there you, you, go. you won't be able to stifle your laughter. And one more time, back to the lecture at hand so we can talk about Poppy a little bit more. What do you think... Is his signature moment? Um, it's a really it has hot. To, it really has to be his performance in the ALCS of two thousand and four. Um, he's just known for being the big, basically the best clutch hitter in baseball history. I think the most unbelievable tear he had was the twenty thirteen World Series. Yeah, he hit six hundred. That was unbelievable. Yeah, and we, we needed him, and everyone was just like, it, "I I realized how much." You know, it's weird because you you get sort of as a Boston sports fan, you get sort of insulated with like how you're obsessed with all your. You know, all your, your favorites that yes. you sort of don't realize how much outside of New England people can respect your players. Like, there's a whole everyone knows about Tom Brady, everyone sort of hates him because everyone hates the Patriots or the Yankees of the NFL. Worse but, than that, the Yankees aren't even hated as much uh, in baseball now as the because they're not yeah. good enough. Yeah, but, but the Patriots are the, the well, the Patriots are the evil empire, man. Yeah, it's they weird. hate us because they ain't us. Yeah, it's Darth Belichick. It's weird. Wipe them out, <laughs> all of them. I got. I, I have a I have a tangent for real quick. About Execute that. Order sixty six. I've, I've been loving this the Patriots subreddit right now, especially with all of the the wackiness of us keep getting every a new quarterback every week. Right for, for these. First They're gonna call games. me and you for the for tomorrow. I oh think. my god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, the best bit was when at, when it came out that Brissett was now injured. That, yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Tore a ligament in his thumb. Yeah, although I think he's relatively healthy, but they're probably going to have the goat Garoppolo uh, yes. start tomorrow. But Jimmy Garoppolo is unbearably handsome. But as I said on a podcast with Sam, his hair is thinning a little bit in the front, so there is a chink in the armor <laughs> of Mister Perfect. All right. Yep. Let me just get that out there. Oh, that, that was that was completely necessary. I, 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 I you it. know I got you got to you know have some humility, okay? And you got to tamper the 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 the. I'm not going to go on about how much people love Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo, yeah, yeah. but anyway, so there's this there's this really funny image someone made of of on Pride Rock. It shows Brady, Garoppolo, and Brissett in the back, like with these huge smiles, and it shows Belichick it's holding up Edelman. Edelman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Edelman's that's, like, I don't know. that's perfect. Uh, other comments were like, our uh, our backup quarterback is doing great at wide receiver today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the last game, exactly. Oh it's been wonderful. Um, yeah, we, how much must it stink to be a fan of every other NFL team when the Patriots just well, yeah, like are even, such a, 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 a malleable wrecking yeah, ball? Yeah, when Belichick can prepare so much in advance. People were commenting in the, the main NFL subreddit because it, it was on Thursday Night Football last game, so the, everyone was uh, watching and commenting. Um, they were going on about how, like, this is not even fair anymore. Belichick can prepare with anybody. He, he could. He, that was my favorite joke was... Um, Belichick could be assigned to shoot a lesbian scene with three dudes, and he'd find a way to make it work. 
I, I, I wanted to, to do one more thing about Ortiz because I disagree with you. I think the signature moment is the Grand Slam against the Tigers in Game 2 of the 2013 ALCS. Oh, you know, yeah, you're completely because, right. Yeah, you're because, right. now, Eric, you have ADHD, yes? Yes. And you have... What? Taken med- <laughs> You have taken medication for it, and you have a, a whole list of anecdotes, including one that you just gave about uh, Little League Baseball, about how it affects you. Allow me to give you one example okay. of an ADHD-like tendency okay. that involves that exact moment. Yes. Because I was watching by myself Game Two of the 2013 ALCS in Baltimore. A bunch of my fr- I was at a friend's apartment, and my friends had all like kind of gone to bed. Yeah, and I was just sitting there watching the game, and I watched the entire lead up to the the bases getting loaded. Yeah. Oh yeah. And. I see that uh, uh, the, I think I'm trying to remember Iglesias I think is the name of the shortstop who bobbled that double yep. play ball yep, yep, yep. and gave the no that was in that was when Victorino hit his grand slam that's when that happened really yeah that okay. was in game six okay I'm sorry I'm getting my I only know this I'm getting I, my Red Sox grand slams against the Tigers it's in right. the 2013 ALCS I, confused I can't take too much because I, I, I went to bed for that game too because I'd, I'd gone to game one in Boston and it was a 1-0 right. snooze fest and I was so pissed that I didn't feel like watching game two once they were, <laughs> once they were down five one. I went to bed. Right, so they're down five one. I watched the entire setup for them to load the bases for Ortiz. They make a pitching taste to bring this guy Benoit, and me being me, I'm like, what's on? You know, what's on the other channel? Like, you know, I got a minute here. No, and you so didn't. I, I watched like I switched over to TNT and like SVU. No, is on. no, and I'm like because because my dad and I have always had a thing where we're really good at the timing of this of switching back in oh, time. No. But if you remember. Ortiz homered the first pitch against Benoit. Oh no! So, so I'm like, so, so when my spidey sense starts tingling and I flip back, I flip back and Ortiz is rounding third base. Oh my as, god! And I'm like, ah! Yeah, I think I. I can't so believe- I celebrate and then watch until Doug Mirabelli gets the game-winning hit in extras, but. <laughs> I, I miss... don't remember. I don't think we still had him in 2013. Nick. Doug Mirabelli got the game winning hit of that game. No fucking yes. way! I, I was I always uh, watched the Grand Slam over and over on YouTube. I never watched the, uh, the and. Yeah, so I missed seeing Tory Hunter go over the wall in real time. I That's, saw all the replays. Oh yeah, and that also got speaking of Joe Buck, that got him to yell louder. He yelled "tie game" louder than I've yeah. ever heard him yell anything. And then we got to listen there, to Tim McCarver go, "If you get more points than the other team, you might win." <laughs> <laughs> my dad hates Tim McCarver. He always, sometimes when we were watching in 04, he would put on the radio and turn and mute the TV. Wow. Yeah, he hated it that much. Even though there's, there's there is a compilation of just times Joe Buck makes underwhelming calls to amazing plays, <laughs> including including the first great run of uh, now Patriots running back Legarrette Blunt's career is a 53 yard touchdown run for the Bucks against the Packers, and Joe Buck just goes Blunt running, still Blunt. Shaking off tacklers and going into the end zone for one of the best runs you'll see all year, and it's like, it's 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 like a nit 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 number one on the top ten kind of run. Yeah, and any other announcer would be like Kevin Harlan would be having an aneurysm. Or your or your buddy oh, my boy, Gus, Gus Johnson. Johnson shout- He's got to run away from the cops. Speed. Oh, I love Gus Johnson so much. <laughs> no, the best but, is that what the cats. And then it cuts to like 
Uh, Gus Johnson will be ready in just in time for the next game. <laughs> yeah. Get back to the hospital. Gus, Gus will be out of the hospital in time for tomorrow's game. <laughs> I, yeah, shouts to, shouts to Greg Noma for that call. Oh, my God. For those unaware, Gus Johnson is a guy who does uh, football Megan and basketball. Megan is laughter right now. And uh, uh, in the Sweet 16 round of the 2005 March Madness, UCLA made a great comeback against Adam Morrison and Gonzaga and won that game. Gonzaga had a last-ditch full-court pass that got caught by this guy Batista on Gonzaga, and he turned around and had a shot, and it like careened off the backboard. But still, oh, yeah. uh, Gus Johnston's voice breaks mm-hmm. as he says, Batista with the catch! And uh, it just love became signature, because oh, I love when announcers lose their marbles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you know who made announcers lose their marbles a time or two? David Ortiz. Oh, yeah. So, any last thought about Poppy before we get move on to from the lecture at hand, Eric? We're going to miss him a whole lot because I think everyone loves Brady, but Brady also is very reserved. He doesn't have a lot of personality. It took a lot for him to appear on Family Guy and in Ted 2. Like, right. I don't know how what Seth MacFarlane did, but he managed to get Tom Brady to agree to something. But Ortiz has the personality and that swagger. He is that, certainly more universally beloved. Of course. And... You know, it, it touched me when I see people, like, especially Yankees fans, being like, the Yankees respect Ortiz like the Red Sox fans respect Derek Jeter. And I was like, oh, shit, that's, like, a really good, like, analogy comparison. And Yeah. Um, and the fact that every team that has, in their last game, uh, away game for the Red Sox against them that season, this season has given him some sort of gift. And I've, I don't think I've ever seen that before. It's, it's the, the, thing, the thing that I'll say is don't get nostalgic for the present. Try and... Put aside all the the reflections you're gonna have for the rest of your life about Ortiz, and try and enjoy these la- this last playoff I run. Mean, I mean, if, 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 if anything, I live in the moment uh, with ADHD, man. <laughs> I like I can't plan to next Tuesday. So try to. I, I'm not necessarily talking to you, Eric. I'm talking to the listeners and Red Sox fans in particular. Just Wait, watch these playoff who? games. Who's listening? I'm so confused. Uh, you what, what's we happening? Were, you, you didn't realize we were recording oh, this? Oh, this, I thought Callie was going to listen to this on her morning run tomorrow. Oh, Callie, gosh. Eric's dog. Oh, yeah. For those not following. She's, she's gone to bed. She's asleep. Callie's asleep? She, she yeah. realized that she's locked in this room with us. She's like, well, I might as well uh, just uh, lie down here. Callie's an adorable dog. Yeah, I've, yeah. Uh, she was trying to get in on our test test recording. She she barked and we picked yeah, it up. She was growling, times. which is yeah. like the most adorable growl ever. So, Eric, now that we've covered David Ortiz, uh, interspersed among a bunch of tangents, mm-hmm. we have a couple of bits to do that I'm really happy about. And both of them were created by... All three of them, actually. No, two of them were created by Sam... And one of them was created by me. The first is called Asking for a Friend. Oh, yeah. And this is I when this. we ask questions that our, you know, our friends ask us because you know, we, we wouldn't ask these kind of personal questions of mm-hmm. ourselves on this podcast. We, we have to keep our friends' anonymity. But we're asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. So, Eric, do you have any questions that uh, your friends asked you that maybe you want to share on the podcast? I have at least so one. We can, but so we can answer? I don't want to follow. You know, you when you and Sam last did this, you got, you went to porn immediately. And I don't know if I, mine is in that same vein. I don't know if I want to get into that so quickly with this. I mean, I'm asking for a friend. It's, it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but uh, I don't know. If you, if you have one, I'd love to let, I, you, I, let I, you. I think I think because you're asking for a friend, it's okay. I think we can just All right, dive if you, right if in. If you insist. I mean, I got some weird friends. Uh, but Yeah, go ahead. All right, so... Um, I'm asking for a friend, but at what point in a new relationship, like, there's a certain, like, exponential bar graph or line graph you could draw of, like, when you meet someone new and you're really connecting, how long does it take before you let them in on 
your weirdest fetishes? Like, so you might let them know, like, oh, I'm into this weird thing, but it's not that weird. Like, you know, foot fetish, something like that. Then you might move up to something Eric, you more, can't, you can't, more unethical things. You can't, you know, your friend, your friend can't tell what whoever. Oh, of course. You, your your friend can't tell this I mean, this new this new partner that that. He has an affinity for sock monkeys. Yeah, he just can't I mean, do that. Well, it's a very particular okay, we have fetish. A, we have a very weird mutual friend that we're bringing up here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, to, to me, the answer is you have to play it by ear because if the person that you're in a new relationship with is kind of freaky, then, I mean, just don't don't or show them. would find it funny. Yeah, just be you, you be careful when you. Or show them if your visit. fetish is relatively normal, or you just be careful when you show them the sex dungeon. They might freak out when they see the chains from the hanging They're from like, the ceiling. You, you, you can't just be like, ah, I, you know what I like? I like knee jobs. Like or, you can't or, just or clown porn. I saw that in a top ten list once. Clown Although, porn. Yeah, I have, it was in the top I have 10 never. Fetishes. I've never even seen. It a, wasn't a Watch Mojo. Surprisingly, I've never even seen a link to any, any kind of clown porn <laughs> ever. I really haven't. So it's, it's pretty niche, I would say. Um, considering how creepy they are, I feel like there could. What if there are sub clown porn genres? What if there's like porn? scary? I mean, Reddit clown allows you to combine or... any any two weird fetishes that you want. That's, I guess so. Yeah, uh, but I'm asking for a friend, right? Yeah, no, yeah, of course, no, yes, yeah, of course. Um, I had um, a question that I wanted to ask for a friend. I yeah. wanted to ask uh, if you just take a bunch of avocados and just like throw. <laughs> <laughs> that just, that just, uh, just why, why are you laughing? Well, we listened to the pod, your most recent podcast with Sam on the ride down right. from Vermont. And Every, when you when when Sam, Sam asked up, if avocados are overrated, yeah, and Megan was screamed back at you guys in the car, being like, because Megan's a vegetarian, so avocados are her like main source right. for protein, and she was like, yes, you can eat them alone, uh, alone, and it's fine, like. <laughs> Which is oh well. That's God. well. That's amazing. I mean, for for you know, vegetarian. You know, if, if you're if you're part of that cult, yeah, then you can... that might be a rift in a relationship because I only ever I've, I rarely have guac at all. Like I don't right. even, I don't even get it at Chipotle. Yeah, but to me, to me, at what point does like if if you just mash a bunch of avocado up and it just becomes like a goop? At what point is that guacamole? Do you have to add anything to it? Or is it just guac as soon as you chop up avocados and it's just um, avocado paste? I mean, paste? you probably have to have at least one green in there that's like... So you have to put in tomatoes or you, like, you have put to put in some, in like, some, salt, some salt and some lemon, some yeah. garlic, some uh, lime. Some lime. <laughs> if, I'll, I will say I that will reach for a lime. If you ever get a chance to go to Mexico and have some local guac, local do it. Because I'm, I'm not a guac dude, but holy shit, the guac I had when I was in Mexico. Did you become a guacaholic? No, it was like it was homemade too. It wasn't even from a restaurant. It was the best. It was better than any salsa I've ever had. I'll say that much. Uh, but to answer your question, yeah, put in at least a couple things. So 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 no. So if it's you, just mashed avocado, it's, no, that's just that's, just, that's just really just like a really viscous crappy way soup to, is what you're having. Yeah, okay, there. there you go. You might as well just eat it out of the avocado. Okay, like use with the, a spoon or you, use, some use utensil. the pit as a utensil. All right. Um, yeah. That's, um, ask, that's asking for a friend. Yeah, um, well, I, got, I think I have one more. Ask if you me. if you have any any uh, questions that you want answered on the show, and you're just you want to ask for a friend or for yourself, and we can say that we're asking for a friend, mm-hmm. you can tweet me at a Jeremy Rose. Uh, you can or DM me if you don't want any. You want to keep your anonymity. I mean, I would, uh, or as Sam would say, anonymity. <laughs> him not being able to say anonymity I, was. Very I would love to be on a podcast with him too. Oh, yeah, God, you guys have the great. Have well, great well, thank you. We can't be too meta. We can't be a podcast referencing itself I mean, too too much. We'll have some. We'll eventually we'll get on the run. We'll have like everyone we've ever known on a podcast. We'll, yes, we'll bring in Josh. We'll bring in Sam and Elliot and Tian. And maybe and Megan will whole, have the courage to step in. Yeah, uh, maybe Diana even. So our next bit, 
is I'm not going to name names. Right. And did you had did you told me you had one planned? But yeah. You were gonna... So I'm not going to name names, but um, a certain player that is retiring this year, and uh, <laughs> if you know they're not going to have any broken telephones to give away anymore if he just keeps on this amazing run and everyone loves him so much that no player is going to be able to retire. You know to have. A-Rod and Ortiz, oh, sorry, A-Rod, A-Rod and this other player, who I won't name with more than one letter, uh, if they have the most dia- diametrically opposed in terms of quality of retirement in the same season ever, I don't think I've ever seen one, with A-Rod basically being forced to retire because the Yankees couldn't afford to pay him anymore, so they just weren't going to play him. And this other player who's having the year, almost the year of his career... And it could he could be even crazy better depending on how the Red Sox do in the playoffs. Wait, what team? I didn't say it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so we we'll, we'll get to the point. Yeah. So yeah, if he could just you know maybe slow it down a bit, then you know the other the rest of the league would feel a little better about themselves. You know, mm. give him give him a little ego. He's out. Yeah. Lay off the know. gas a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not that he presses the gas that much when he's running anyway, but I'm not gonna name names, Eric. But uh, your new girlfriend's kind of weird for just eating avocado straight up. So I mean, that's that's, that's just it, I don't strange. I I turn, I just turn away when it's happening. It's yeah, just, it, it's it's yeah. it gets a little a little strange. Uh, there's just I have to clean mop the floor like, afterwards. Like do you just use like an ice cream scooper? I feel like that's the I best mean, it, way. It trans to eat an it trans avocado. it transitions into a very weird night eat, in the bedroom mm, really well. Mm, yeah, it's, it's not easy. I mean, it's great. it's good enough that I let it happen, but you know we just have to. Just, that, we make we, like, we make it work. We make it work. You 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 know when life hands you avocados, make guac. <laughs> right, like or just, or your weird soup if you're not putting anything viscous, in it. Viscous soup. <laughs> and uh, Eric, we can go right into our last bit. So one last thing, one last thing. The Patriots are going to win this weekend, no matter who starts a quarterback for them. But yes. they are not going sixteen and zero. Any Patriots fan with that in their head, get that out of your head. They're well, not going sixteen. And it's just better for them to not go sixteen and zero. One, as an example of what happened in two thousand seven. But right. also, a loss will let you learn a lot about what's still what's wrong with your team. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have any losses, they they're just they just the pressure is too much, man. Mm-hmm. That's too much, man. Oh yeah, another pop culture bacon. Check out BoJack Horseman. Uh, season three was pretty great this year, um, but season two, I st- season two, I think was still the best. I I still. Think you should give it a ch- uh, you should give Bojack it a shot. Horseman. Yeah, it's one of the most clever and kind of depressing series I've ever encountered. Mm. Um, but also the animal jokes are unique and it's how hilarious. So yeah, um, one last thing, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize in advance to Rooster Teeth, but there's this bit they do called Million Dollars Butt that's okay. sort of like a Would You Rather kind of bit. I posed a few of these to AJ you're, a little bit you're, earlier. You're putting a bit inside another bit. It's bitception <laughs> hey, right no, now. No, hey, ahead. whoa. That's like 16 walls. <laughs> <laughs> a 16-bit? What? <laughs> oh, you saw Go. Deadpool, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Go just, ahead. Just check. Um, so, million dollars, but. You get a million dollars. It's a lot of money. But. But. Uh, you get to go a move, any movie you want for free. Extra perk. Uh-huh. But while you are watching the movie... Spaghetti is coming out of your mouth. So while I'm in the movie theater, there's and it's just not a like a bomb of... situation. It's sort of just happening. Uh, it's just spaghetti. Would, would you do it? Yeah, spaghetti. You can have a bowl. Plain spaghetti. Just plain old spaghetti. It's but it's. But I get a million dollars. You get a million dollars, but for the rest of your life, if you want to go to the movie theater, I mean, you could pay to avoid it, but if you get to it for free, if you're willing to put up with the spaghetti. Oh, done and done. I'm uh, yeah. I'm taking it. And I'm just not going to the movies because movies, <laughs> movies are a dying industry, and I'm just gonna stream shit and illegally download shit. And I just circumnavigated your little fucking scenario right there. There you go. All right. That's that's well, apologies yeah. to Rooster Teeth. No, nope, no problem. One last thing. Uh, don't drink coffee. It stunts your growth. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, at uh, least I brought you to Brugger's this morning. That's guys. true. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, one last one, one last thing. Um, did you start a sentence? Did you did you say one last thing, thinking something was going to pop up? And then I mean, one last up? thing. Make sure you know what you're going to say before you start your sentences, or they'll sort of, you'll you'll pull a Donald Trump and they'll just sort of go wherever. One last thing. This election was over before it started, and no matter what happens between now and November eighth, Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president of the United States. Yes, she will. And everything else is just for press and clicks. Right, and hopefully it will silence this sort of racist rhetoric that's protruded with Trump. That Trump's Trump's presence has basically encouraged. One last thing, Hillary's not going to be a great president, but that's not the point. The whole point is to avoid catastrophe. Of course, you know, Michelle, 2024. Maybe. Yeah, yeah that's my hot yeah. take. There you go. Michelle, that's a good Michelle Obama, take. 2024. We'll have two marriage marriage uh, presidencies back-to-back Yeah, we with, a, with a one Bush in between. That'll that'll be weird. So that'll be three that'll be three presidencies in a row with so the same was, last name. So you're saying if it was Bush Clinton Obama, Bush, Bush Clinton Bush Obama Clinton Obama, <laughs> I'd be totally down with that. L- ludicrous. That'd I mean, everyone absolute. loves Michelle. Everyone now, loves keep Michelle. in mind, I cannot. I don't know if if, if uh, Democrats have ever had five successive terms in the Oval Office. Like mm-hmm. my my guess would be Hillary doesn't get reelected in 2020. But that's that is a whole different can of worms that we yeah. cannot open up right now. So, one last thing, some housekeeping. You can listen to Fighting Fire with Fire the AJ Row show at soundcloud.com/fightingfirewithfire. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com/theajrowshow. Tweet me, Instagram me, Snapchat me at a Jeremy Rose. And finally, you can listen, subscribe, and download the AJ Rose Show on iTunes. Go into the podcast section of the iTunes Store and either type in "Fighting Fire with Fire" or simply "FFWF," and the episodes mm-hmm. and podcast will come up. You can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever else at Leroy Durpins if you want to. Leroy I'm not, I'm, Durpins? Yeah, I'm not on there very much, but hey, once in a while I'll retweet Game Grumps or something like that. If, and if someone nice. tweets you and asking for a friend or something, you'll immediately... Oh, yeah, that I'll definitely check it down for that. That's, right. I'll definitely pop in. Um, one last thing. Uh, uh, my girlfriend drew, drew her eyebrows on too high. Uh, she seemed surprised when I told her. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, uh, you've been waiting to come on this podcast a long time. How do you think it went? I think it went pretty well. All right. We're going to see if we can... We're going to maybe record a few of these and space them out down the road just because I'm not going to see this guy very much. Yeah. Go back to Virginia and whatnot. Vermont. Vermont. UVA, right? Vermont. Not Virginia. Okay. It's time to end this podcast. Thank you for listening to episode 10 of Fighting Fire with Fire. We'll see you next time. Mm, Yep. Bye.